I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome. If you are new to this podcast, great to have you here. And those of you that have been walking these steps of Awakening, transformation, and spiritual integration. Always great to connect with you. Uh, if you want to listen in the chat, that's great. You can listen um, just as a guest, or if you sign in, you can ask questions or comment or chat in the chat. <laughs> and if you want to call in and listen, uh, you can do so at 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading, or just to say, hey, I'm getting my tea right now. If you hear background noise, I'm getting my decaf jasmine green tea with coconut milk and honey. It's that kind of day. It's rainy here in SoCal. So a lot of rain, a lot of rain by the beach. Uh, Jay Styling, hey. Again, number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading. Um, so I've been posting to my Instagram a lot. Today I did a post on if you're seeing the number 12 or 1212. Um, might want to check that out. And also connect with me on Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, and also the Awakenings podcast on YouTube. Um, we're bringing over archives of the show, replays, um, and then we're going to start doing lives over there as well. So I'm, I'm working on that now, seeing who's coming on, guest-wise, panel-wise. Um, so also if you have any co questions, comments, topic suggestions, guest suggestions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Totally open uh, to that. And welcome that because this is a community platform. It's like a soul tribe, our soul family we connect here. Um, but anyway, I'd love for you guys to uh, subscribe yeah, to my YouTube channels and uh, follow me on Instagram for more soul insights and mindful moments. So I, I, what I've been doing is tuning in uh, with the guides and posting from what I get. And I am actually loving it. So love to see you over there. Um, number again, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. So first half of our program, I'm going to talk just a little bit. I'm going to get to callers. Um, and then the second half of the podcast, 
we have Stacy Gazelle with us. Gazelle, I think Gazelle, um, who's a human design master and spiritual teacher and mentor and uh, always interested in other lenses, ways of, you know, ways of looking at what's going on in the world with each other. It's a really important time right now, actually, to really be looking within and kind of stopping. I'm going to just touch on this, stopping patterns. Because, you know, as the energy, I don't know if you guys feel it, but the energy is picking up. And those of you that are chronologically older, a lot of times people say, well, as you age, and I'm like, no, I'm hearing this from teens (laughs) and people in their early 20s, early to mid-20s, of how things are moving much faster. You know, things are, and we are in this quickening phase, and it definitely shows in the astrology, especially with that Uranus conjunct Taurus, uh, Uranus and Taurus conjuncting um, the North Node, um, and Uranus in Taurus. So that's, if you think of Taurus as the Earth, um, it's also to some extent our a body, because we're made of the same stu- substance, right, as the Earth, as everything. There is this quickening. Uranus is the lightning bolt. It's the awakener. And so you're going to find consequences much more quickly happening. Now, you can change this. You can change the trajectory of what's going on in your life, but you have to change your behavior. You have to align, you know, and not quite at the last minute. I mean, it's all a level of consciousness, so it's really if you do make a change, then things can change more quickly. And I'm seeing that in certain circumstances right now, certain situations where people haven't been making the changes. They've been getting the chance, the chance, the chance. And... It's just that right now the universe is not wanting the lower level vibrations. It's trying to shake that out. It's trying to get into, you know, more of the unification process, more of the unifying aspect. So what what isn't unifying, which is causing too much distress or disruption, is being brought to the surface. And part of that is definitely south node in Scorpio, right, north nodes in Taurus, those of you that are astrologers will just do a tiny bit of astrology speak here, and Pluto in Capricorn. So people forget, you know, and I love this, I love bringing the occult aspect into what's going on, the metaphysical, but also the occult, is that people look at Capricorn, yes, it has to do with structures and it has to do with organizations and companies, but it's all energy, so it still is going to affect people individually. It's going to affect the structure that you are. It's going to affect the structure of relationships, even though it's working more perhaps through organizations and companies and corporations and systems and government. It still is an energy force that is going to disrupt your personal structure, how you do things. Right, So be very aware when a lot of times astrologers will say, oh, yeah, this is the outer planets, or this is affecting the government right now, or this is affecting the financial uh, institutions, or this is affecting the stock market. You know, or Pluto and Aquarius is going to bring revolution. It's going to bring invention and innovation, and it's going to bring disruption um, to 
older technologies or previously used technologies. It's, it's working on the group level or collective of humankind. But we have those, all those energies within us. We are our own group. And, and by our, our friends, our family, that's a group. That's a system. You know, if you're your friends, your family, your spouse, who you're dating. So you have to look at yourself individually and collectively. You have to look at yourself as the quantum aspect and the, or, or the infinite and the finite aspect, right? The as above, as so below aspect. So we are our very own company or corporation. And in fact, in one of my um, certification programs for uh, relationship counseling and coaching, they look at the relationship as a group, as a company. And it does. It has all that. There's a CEO, the CFO. You know, they could be shared CFO, CEO, but that's still there. Human resources, you know, all the, the, the titles, the labels are there. Um, you know, all the, the, the job focuses, right, or, or, uh, and skill sets that you would have in a co- company or corporation. And, in fact, when you look at group dynamics, group dynamics are also really family dynamics, if you have someone at the top in a group or a company, you're going to have the same dynamics that they have in their household or they grew up with, you know, generational transmissions. You're going to have the same pattern, relating pattern. So that might help you to see, like when you see outer change happening or within a system, a group or a government, bring it back to you and say, Where's my accountability in this? What's changing for me in this in my world, in my in my organization, in my group? What's changing for me in my relationships or how I relate? Not out of fear, but what this does is it harnesses the energy. Because the energy is just energy. It's going to go wherever it's meant to go, right? It's going to it's going to express an experience through each of us individually and collectively. So whatever is happening cosmologically, it's going to happen to some degree to all of us. Now, that doesn't mean that it has to happen in a detrimental way. It just means we have to be aware of that energy. So if you're seeing more truth and more transparency and you're saying, wow, that person you know, or that individual you know, got found out or that, that company got found out or they, so, because one of the things, and maybe even Stacy is going to talk about this, because I know in human design, one of the parts that we're going through is the uh, transparency, the idea of being more transparent. Now, that doesn't mean you have to disclose everything and say everything that you're going through, but it's transparency with yourself. It's, not, it's, it's moving beyond self-deception and living more openly more aligned to the true you. So it's kind of like having, instead of having all these layers and levels like subterfuge, you know, camouflage, it's starting to take that off. So, and I'm definitely seeing it. I mean, I, I, even with some of my a few clients, I've tried to say, hey, you've got to look at this. You've got to, this, this is what's coming down. This is what's happening. And they didn't want to see it. They were letting the lower level or the lower emotional body run the show. And see, that's what's trying to get cleansed or cleared right now. 
we have generational, ancestral, societal patterns, you know, patterns that were set since the beginning of, of time here are being unwound. And so if we're going to perpetuate those patterns, then things are going to get more extreme to get us to look at that pattern. Because the, basically the God is, the all that is, the collective innate infinite intelligence of the all that is or of God is saying we're going in a new direction, right? It's kind of like going on a hike and, all, you know, and we know where we're going and we know this trail and we love it. But then the, the, the hike leader up at the top says, we're going on a different trail and turns. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? It, that's what's happening right now. So it's, it's a very interesting time right now. I'm finding it's taking a lot of self-reflection and really looking at things in a real way. And it's not to say we have to be perfect at anything, but to say I can't do this or I'm having trouble doing this and I need support and this is getting in the way. You know, this aspect, this behavior is getting in the way. This is not a life-enhancing behavior. This is not a life-enhancing outlook or not a life-affirming outlook or, or behavior or actions or mindset. So we're getting, you could even look at it that, especially those of you that are in the United States, we're getting out of the adolescence. You know, I remember when I was studying in England and one of my, I think it was my Jungian uh, program, Spiritual Healing, and the teacher was saying, you know, that, that the United States is a very young um, country. And, you know, it's, it's really, pu- you know, pubescent to adolescent. It, and it, it's like a teenager that's, you know, that a rebel that's, I don't want to do this, you know, or I'm this. And, and some of that rebel energy is good, can be very life-enhancing, when it's applied for positive change or transformation. But if it's going down a wrong path that's harming you or those around you, right now, got to be honest, gang, that shit is going to be rooted up, especially if you're consciously on a path. I mean, that's, I mean, that, the thing is, is once you know, you know. And so if you are consciously on a path, you have different rules than people that are ignorant. I mean, really, ignorance is bliss. And I remember years ago, one of my metaphysical teachers saying this saying, and years later, I totally understood it. It's better to not embark upon the path than try to do it halfway because you can't turn back. Isn't there the share song, If I Could Turn Back Time? (laughs) You know, the problem is, I mean, it is, it's a thing. It's an uncomfortable place when you start to become more aware. You do just a little bit of work on yourself and you start becoming more aware. You start making positive changes and then you get like, this is too hard or I don't want to do it anymore. You can't go back. The the old you is not there. That version of you is no longer there. There's nothing to go back to. So you either stay in that discomfort of that middle zone which that gray zone is part, it, it, it actually has a place in transition and change. We call it the gray zone because you're not where you used to be and you're not where you want to be or where you're going. 
But the gray zone, this is where people stay too long, and this is where you have overdrinking and drugs, and alcohol. you have all kinds of behavior, overeating, overspending, because there, you, there's a call within in the inner psyche that you need to do more, you need to go forward, and, you're, and the ego is causing you to stay stuck, or the wounding, you're letting that part of you. So... It's a very uncomfortable place to be in. I have seen friends, colleagues. I've had, um, I, I, I've seen it, and I've seen people. I had a conversation once years ago with a, a close friend, and they went back. I said, "How can you go back? It's it's going to be it's going to be painful. It's going to be." And you know what he told me? He goes, "Millions of people do that." And consequently, the guy got into cocaine. He was partying every weekend, and why? Because it was too painful, he'd had a he had a taste of his light of of spiritual energy, of his soul. He had a taste of it, and he opened up. And there's always going to be a rough patch. I get it. I, I you know I go through my own rough patches. But to go, try to go back or stay stuck and not go with the vibration of what's evolving through you, the energy, the new emerging consciousness, the, the new aspect or version of you, because it's coming from your own higher self, it becomes very, it, trust me, it's more painful to not heed the soul call. If, if, if you're lucky enough, if you got on the path, you know, and a lot of times we get on the path. Some, for some people, it's a taste of honey and everything's all sweet. Some people, it's because of trauma or deep challenges or difficulties. And then you get on the path, and then there is the, the honey. It feels better. But just like all life, we always go through difficult patches. It's just no one escapes that. And hopefully you have your tools, you have your support. That's why I do the Patreon group, and that's why I do this program, this podcast, as long as I have had. Because I really, I know what that pain is like. And if I can help somebody move through it and do better and really live their truth and really connect to their soul and feel their spiritual energy, then that's totally what I'm down for. That's what I want to do. Because you know, a lot of people say, oh, it doesn't matter, or I don't care, or I'm just going to do this, or, you know, and it's like, yeah, but there's a lot of that, that pain can just engulf you, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with pain. Pain is something natural that we're meant to go through, but we're not meant to stay in that painful experience. And when we choose to be stuck that's what's happening. We're choosing. We're choosing the the pain because nothing external. It might take it away for a minute or two, hour or two, a few days, but that pain is still going to be there, and it's going to get it's going to get more because pain is telling you, like inflammation in the body that causes pain. There's too much of something, too little of something. Something needs to change, and sometimes it's our own mindset or our own direction. So I'm saying that because I, I am seeing things heat up. I'm seeing an intensification of the energy where people are going to be squeezed to make the changes they've been wanting to make. And I just got to say to everybody, there's so much support, more than, more than just me. There's great guests that come on this podcast. I've got my Instagram, Facebook, you can connect with me there. 
Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, Awakenings Podcast on YouTube. I do courses and classes. I keep the 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 price, you know, the fee low. I've got Patreon. We meet once a month, and it's so inexpensive. Really, fifty dollars a month it, for to meet for an hour a month, and usually it's an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. You get the support you need, whether it's a reading or inner work or whatever. There's other people to join with, and then you're getting monthly videos. You're getting videos all through the month. You're getting blog posts to support you. You're getting direction. You're getting a heads up on what's going on energetically. You know, and I get it. So sometimes people with money is tight, but sometimes you got to look, is all that alcohol or whatever people are buying or all those extra clothes, are those really helping you? You got to ask that, you know, and the biggest thing that I'm seeing right now is people are not using their tools. They're learning the stuff, but they're not using it. And our, my guests that have been coming on lately have so much been saying the same thing. Like, you've got to pause. You've got to tune in. You know, I mean, if there was another way to do it, I would have done it. I would have bought it, even if it was a million dollars. I would, if there was an easier way to do this thing called life, I would have done it. So you got to remember you're living your life not just from your ego perspective or your wounding, but the soul. And more and more that's happening right now is the soul is coming through. The game is changing. It's not going to be human beings. It's soul beings, interdimensional galactic beings where we're getting potentized. We're getting more potent. So that means some things we have to let go of kind of our, you know, baby ways. We want to keep our childlike wonder, but there are certain things we're going to have to give up to switch up the game. And that's what's happening now. That's the, that's the beginning of this Pluto in Aquarius. Neptune has been in Pisces, Saturn in Pisces. The North Node is going to be in Aries. That's the, that's, Aries is the self. So it's, it's, it's going to be putting the focus, you know, and this is a long cycle. This is going to be a 20-year cycle on the individual, stepping up, picking up the pace, getting with the program, getting with the new emerging consciousness, getting out of the old programming. So it's not going to be going away. It's only going to be more and more intensified. So... When I see stuff like that, whether I channel the information from source, energies from God, I work with my guides or the oversouls, or I look at the astrology, I go, hmm, I better get with the program. Because it's like weather. If it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And stuff is going to get wet. But that brings growth. Right? Flowers, the trees. Leaves become greener. The, the soil gets nurtured and nourished. So we're going to be rained upon. And how do we open up to that? And I'm looking at that rain as higher vibrational frequency energy coming on down on us that opens things up, that highlights things, lights things up. And so if you already are hearing that, I'm sure I'm not the only one speaking these types of words. 
it's like, how do I give over to my spirit? How do I find out how to do that? You know, that's why on Patreon we've been talking about how do you know if you're at, responding from the soul or the ego or wounding. It's really important right now to understand these aspects of you because what's starting to happen is a synthesis of these aspects that have been cut off. We have these disowned parts. So there's a major focus on wholeness right now. So it is a time of a lot of change and growth and, you know, deep evolutionary transformation, which can bring a lot of amazing opportunities. But we have to get out of our own way. You have to let go of those patterns, those versions, those behaviors that you know are holding you back. And it may be coming through a person, you know. It may be coming through a reflection from someone around you. Or maybe that reflection around you is saying, don't let someone else pull you off path or pull you off track. Let them, let them process their own stuff and deal with it. You know, if you've been too other-directed, you know, too codependent, too, too much, you know, acting through the dependent personality, you're going you're gonna to see that. And I see it even with children. It, it's, it's like a lot of times parents give themselves up because of their children, but that's not what your children need because children, just like all of us, learn by energetic kind of an osmosis and they learn by modeling. So if they see you codependent to them and doing everything for your child, they're not going to learn true independence. They're going to learn entitlement. They're going to learn, oh, the world bends over backwards for me. But the world isn't like that, you know, all the time. Sometimes you get an amazing flow, everything goes your way. But sometimes we have blocks. So really look right now is what are the reflections that you're getting and what can you do to respond from the higher vibrational frequency aspect of you. Yeah. Okay, let's open it up for callers and questions. 347-539-5122 is the phone number. And press 1 on your keypad if you have a question or comment or you want a reading or you want to share. Hi, you're on air. Hi, I have a psychic question perhaps you could answer. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Give me some going. Uh, okay. I'm on, um, What's your first name? I'm on Donna. Hi, I'm in California. Hi, Donna. Hi. Hi. Me too. I'm on uh, Social Security and SS. Um, mm-hmm. I was disabled, you know, low income. And in 2021 and 22, I'd go up to the casino and I won like six jackpots on the slot machines, each one for 1200 and I didn't report it to SSI because I Googled it and I said if I had Social Security said that if I make less than 16000 a year, I don't have to report the earnings that I made from the casino. But I didn't know that you had to report it to the SSI. So now I got a letter. I have to send in the papers. I hope they don't discontinue my SSI and my Medi-Cal because then I don't know what I'm going to do. What, what do you see the outcome I'm not of all seeing this? that. I'm not, I'm not seeing that. It's a, it's a, it is going to be a little bit of a mess to fill out paperwork and stuff like that. It's definitely showing that there's stuff to fill out. Um, I would just be honest with them, and it's a one. Oh, it's I am not a, a, yeah. No, I know, I know you are. I'm just yeah. saying that's a, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, Donna. So, thanks for calling in. So you don't see them, you don't see them taking it away from me. The medical. I'm not SSI. seeing that. Mm-mm. 
No, oh, because wonderful. it's a one time. It looks yeah, it looks like one it's, it's a one time thing. Yeah, one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Four one five. You're on air. Okay, I'll come back to you. Sometimes people walk away. Hi, you're on air. Hey, Michelle, this is Owen. Hey, Owen, hi. Hey. Like my wow, rant? I, that, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I feel like you were talking right to me. That was amazing. Oh, wow. did I? <laughs> yeah. Tell me why. Did really? And okay, that's really, yeah. You know, yeah, and that's kind of why I'm calling in. I feel, uh, I feel, I really, I feel like in this last week, um, something has kind of shifted in, in me, and, um I, yeah, just kind of like an, an up-leveling in consciousness and so much of what you were saying I've, I've felt very resonant with and um, also just astrologically, you know, my um, my rising sign is Aquarius and my north node is um, in Aries in, in Aries? my first house. Oh, yeah. you got yeah. okay. So you're paying so attention. <laughs> yeah, I am, and I, I would love to just, you know, see what you have to, to, if you pick up on anything, you know, if you have anything to say. Uh, Let's look at it. So, see, you're doing the right thing. You're you're feeling the energy, and yeah. you're you're and and especially with that. So Pluto, I mean, anybody that has whether it's, you know, conjunction, opposition, or. Um, especially conjunction or uh, square, mm-hmm. is, is definitely um, going to be. So let's, you know, really going to be feeling it. Okay, so Owen, what do we yeah. want to ask? I love this. I love that you called in because it's like yeah. that you're feeling it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, just like, well, so a little over a week ago, I had like this old little like trigger came up and it really like threw me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it was like a week of just kind of processing through that. And I do feel like I kind of came out on the other side of it and kind of reconnected with myself in a, in a different way. And, um, yeah, I guess I don't even know. I, I, I don't have specifically a question. Um, but wondering if you, you know, if you yeah, if you let's see. see. Well, you're saying something that what I'm talking about. See the triggering. Yeah. The triggering is and, going to come up, and and the human part gets mad, like, oh well, I shouldn't have to go through this, or they shouldn't do this, and it's like, okay, well, you know, that's true, perhaps, but it is what it is. So right, the fact that right. you're working through it. See, what I'm seeing is a lot of people succumbing. Like, it's yeah. my time to do this, or I don't want to do this. And it's like, unfortunately, you know, I get it. It reminds me, like, I don't know, this was, I think, last, no, it might have, I think it was last year, going to my chiropractor. And, oh, my God, you can never find parking. It's a small parking, you know, lot. And... I see this one guy is about to leave. Then he didn't leave. This one woman was in there. I waited patiently. She was on her phone, this and that. Technically, that person should pull out. She saw me waiting, and I would go in, and then that person would come out. 
And it's mm-hmm. so small. There was people backed up on her side and my side. She gets out and she won't move. And she and I, all these people are with me. You know, people are yelling at her, move, move, move. Let her by, let her by. And then they motioned to me and I said, well, I can't see. I've got all this car. They were parked in such a way that I was wedged in. Mm-hmm. She had all this room to go by, right? One guy got out of his car, went over and said, you need to move, you need to move. She can't move. So one guy got out of his car and said, somebody's got to do it. I said, you've got to guide me because I can't see the way that the cars are parked. She just sat there, and this guy had to help me, like, wedge in and out, in and out, because the person had left their car and ran and did an errand or did whatever, so we couldn't ask them to move. So, yeah, I could have stayed there longer, and it would have been my right, but you know what I mean? At some point, <laughs> right. you've got you to gotta give in. And I yeah. feel that's what's happening right now uh, planetarily, this energy, this this, the new merging consciousness, so the energy. So it, it's, a, it's a type of consciousness that we either haven't experienced, many people haven't experienced, or we've experienced it on a good day or when we're in a good mood. Like, oh, I'll just, I'll let that go by. You know, I won't, um, uh, and believe me, I wasn't like Miss Nicey Nice to her either. I was so, you know, incensed, um, right. the injustice of it all. Yeah. Um, wow. Right. So that new emerging consciousness that's coming in, and we're picking it up. It's 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 challenging us to respond from the higher vibrational version of us and the vision of yeah. our life. And it's not right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're going to be triggered. You're going to be challenged. And mm-hmm. um, it's almost like the energy on a soul level is like you know, get on with it and create, get on with it. Right. You know, it's like the entitlement, whether it's governmentally, racially, certain groups. And you can see everybody's yeah. caught in these little identities. Yeah. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. Right? Definitely. And the whole thing is it doesn't mean that people that identify a certain way, whatever that is for that person, whether it's gender, sex, race, color, creed, whatever it is, whatever they vegan, non-vegan, carnivore. The thing is, when we all drop those identifications and we move into the oneness of our interconnectedness that everyone has rights, that's the yeah. only thing that raises the vibrational frequency. We've seen it since the beginning of time. It doesn't work to raise individual groups up because it keeps right. people it's, separated, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting. I'm so fascinated to just see what is going, you know, like from kind of like an outside, you know, perspective, just to see what is happening just on, on the grand scale with like identities and and all of it. It's really fascinating to me. And then sometimes I'm like, whoa, I have to like not, you know, maybe not even like have that conversation with a friend because uh, they're stuck in or they're, you know, viewing it from a very specific way and I can just honor their, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's hard. It's a landmine. You know, I, yeah. I had somebody it's, the other day, it was, well, no, it was last year actually, but that um, was telling me they were very upset 
that somebody had misgendered somebody, but they had come in late mm-hmm. on the Zoom call, and they didn't hear. And I and she's like, I'm going to DM. I'm and she went off, and I was like, Yeah. Well, maybe it's they didn't helpful. know. What do you mean they yeah, didn't know? They should. And I'm like, You just told me they came on later. And she's like, oh, well, they have it on the, you know, after their name. And I'm like, okay. I said, I wouldn't care about that either. I really don't. I don't care about what, right. I'm, you know, I'm not getting into that game. But no. it is a bit of a landmine right now. It is. Um, it really is. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. It, it, what's interesting, because, um, well, Aquarius is a masculine sign, but it also does bring the idea of, androgyny kind of with the uranus Mm -hmm. well different interesting it it brings in um like i always say like just picture maybe a very husky truck driver in cowboy boots and a tutu or that likes to go to the ballet right right that's aquarius i mean that so it's like but the but the interesting thing is the major thrust of Aquarius is also individuals having their expression and their say within the group, not to the detriment of the group, not to the detriment of the individual. So the higher right. vibration of it actually is identity less. It just shows up right. as is. Right. And that's, yeah, that's where we got a long way to go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> it's pretty. It's wild out there. It's really interesting. <laughs> it's like, wow. It is. I just watch, and I'm like, there's so much going on that this is the least. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it, like what I was saying early at the beginning of the podcast, see, it's bringing up all this lower stuff. For, to be processed and then eventually a new understanding and let go of that we are not these yeah. identities as that we hold yeah. so dear, you know. But but Owen, I feel like you are doing it. Your process. I feel like you've got a handle on this. I really do. I, I mean, yeah. I think I I really feel like I do too. I think my um, you know, where I have my I think my struggles in in life have really come from it's 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 much more of like my own personal like self-concept and confidence and all of all of that and so that's where I feel like this I I, I feel this like kind of shift or up leveling that's been probably a, you know has been a long time coming and uh it is exciting to me because I'm like I know that I have a lot more to like express and and to be in the yeah. world you know that I haven't well that's and, gonna be I was just gonna say that's your next phase yeah yeah. Yep. I definitely I, I feel that, and it's exciting and a little daunting too, of course. But um, yeah, and just what you were saying too, I do feel like maybe it's the Aquarius that I have. I I feel like um, what I have to give or offer, you know, people, friends, or even just people that I meet is in some ways maybe is that like higher vibration of the Aquarius where it's like I, you just let people be people and you don't have to like hyper focus on identity. You can just see them for who they are and love yeah. them for that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, that's, that's always inspiring to see in, you know, when, when people are, are doing that from a genuine place. And yeah. I like to think I do that too. <laughs> 
Yeah, you do, you do. Well, and the other thing is because if we keep those lower level identifications, that is the ego. That's simply the the human construct. It's not spirit. It's not soul. It's 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 really diminishes when we only yeah. look at people through a particular lens. It's and, so diminishing. Yeah, and it's weird because yeah. it's like in the guise of like of you know empowerment, and but it's like no, it's really it's really not like. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, it's really um, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So you feel like I'm on the right track. That's good. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Awesome. I, I feel like the next step for you is going to be that next level of freeing up to do what you really want to do creatively. So whatever yeah. you're passionate about, that's that next yep. level of soul slash self-expression. Mm-hmm. That's what's next for you is – what is that? What is that going to be, and how can you act? See, that's really what this is. Everything is all about right now for everyone is how do we get to the, the soul expression, more self-expression, and not get caught up yeah. in these lower levels of self-expression that aren't so life-enhancing. Right. And that's really what the God is that I am, that I am, that I am is trying to do. It's trying to get people to express more their true nature and to create we got to create the new forms for the new paradigm the new ways of being and acting and products and you know buildings and you know all of everything because everything's infused with consciousness and we you know we can see that Mm -hmm. Um, so as we level up in consciousness we need to create new forms that hold that consciousness and reflect that consciousness and so the universe, yeah. if you think about it, is really crying out, like, where are the containers for this consciousness, whether it's us or a building, a book, a, a, you know, a song, a poem, uh, a new yeah. way of being in business, a school, a, you know, government building, a co- money, a currency. All of these things have to shift over to hold more the new vibrational frequency. Right. So right. yeah. So it's it's not a small thing that we're doing cuz everything yeah. holds the memory and consciousness, awareness and understanding of when it was created. You know. I mean, you can think yeah. about it this way. If you think of a typewriter, let's think of an old typewriter, maybe you've people some people have seen it in person, or maybe you know, or at home, or a museum, or you look online. I'm seeing one that I saw years ago, like in a movie, like it was like 1800s, like 1850 or something, and it was clunky. It's black and I don't know, made out of lead or metal, something. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at that typewriter, if you get that in your mind's eye, what that typewriter looks like, and now you put next to it an Apple, a MacBook Pro, or a Dell computer, you get a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Or put your smartphone next to it. Do you see what I'm saying? Everything holds the yeah. consciousness and and the ability of what you can do or create with it. Right. You know, or like right. a Model and, T car, you know, and now you look yeah. at it, you know, even, even a scooter, right? So we got to really yeah. think, I mean, we have a lot to do. We have a very important mission in a way. Yeah. And all we have to do yeah. is show up as our soul, just be us. We don't it's that that's the thing. It's Right. 
Well, and that's what was really cool, having this experience, and then I'll let you go to the next caller, but, um, you know, I, 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 it was like a week. I was like, it's just stuck in my mind. And finally, I, I, I had this kind of like epiphany or whatever. It was just reconnecting with my awareness, you know, with my, with that true nature. And it was just like, a, wow, it was so freeing. There's nothing changed on the outside, you know, but it was like my, I, I was showing up differently. I was seeing things differently. And then yeah. I was like being different in my life, you know, um, yeah, so I, so that wise that's words, what you're saying. That's Owen. What it's thank about. you. Yeah, because it's consciousness is an inside job. It's not so much what we yes. do externally; it's how we're handling on ourselves and processing, and being able to mm. go down our own rabbit hole, go there, and then come the other up the other side. We've shifted, and yeah. we have more compassion, self love, awareness, and more consciousness. Yeah, thank you for calling totally. in and sharing. Wow, thank Love you so what you much. Shared. Wow, thank you. Is, yeah, that was so great, so inspiring, and thank you so much. Okay, take care. Bye. You too. Okay, let's go back. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Ladies. thanks for coming back. This is Kate. Hey, Kate. <laughs> I figured somebody <laughs> walked away. <laughs> Yeah, some cat, um, a, few, a couple cat issues, but it's all settled now. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> a, grumpy, a grumpy cat not liking the new kitten, trying to make peace. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was in Mexico, and I've been back about a week, and... My stomach is still not, I think I had food poisoning, and it usually gets better right away, a day or two. But So I'm wondering, do you see if it feel it's something like E. coli? I've, I've, I've had um, charcoal, you know, activated charcoal, but uh, natural remedies for cleansing You might need something to knock it out. Cancer? You, yeah. you might need something to knock it out is what I feel. That's And I do get something in the stomach. Was your stomach like cramping, doing weird things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I could feel. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a little bug thing in there. I don't know, from the food. But, yeah, I would get something to knock it out and then do your just, then just do your probiotics and acidophilus or whatever. But I think it right. needs so to be a little bit. Is something natural that can do that or has to be a prescription? I would talk to your. I would go to a doctor because it's okay. going on, and and you might get rid of part of it, but not all of it. Because I still see it in there. Okay. All right, Kate. Feel better. Yeah, it, I think you know. Is. You're doing everything you can. I think it just needs yeah a little push. I think it just needs a right. little push. All right. Well, what, did you have a good time, by the way? Um. Yeah. Uh. I really loved Guadalajara. First time, and it's a mm. great city. I recommend it. I've been and there. it's yeah. it's not not made for tourists at all. It's really just like uh, being in a you know all surrounded by artists, locals, and you have to speak Spanish and. So yeah, it, it was great. It's challenging, 
and in a good way. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, welcome back, and keep us posted. Let us know how you're feeling, okay? All right. Thank you. Uh Bye-bye. Let's see who's next. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Okay. I'm going to go through. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. Who's this? Valerie. Hi, Valerie. What's your question? Hi. Uh, I just want you to take a peek in my uh, throat area to see if it's clear. Okay. Getting clear. Something was there. Did you have something removed? Uh, No, I haven't had anything removed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you been doing energy work or something? It shows a shadow there, but it's getting it's getting less. Whatever that means, it's lessening. Okay. So whatever you're yeah, doing, so. just a little bit more. It's moving out or being removed or moving out somehow. But there still is like a little shadowy something there. Um, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes sense. I was just wondering... Uh, if I'm doing the right thing to, I don't know if it's it like seems a swelling. you are. Uh huh. Swelling. Okay. I I don't know. Well, it's still because I, 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 I'm I'm seeing. I mean, this is just a quick read. If I'm doing medical reads, it's, yeah, it's a lot longer to tune in. But I, right. yeah, but I definitely I still I see something there like shadowy. Um, mm-hmm. but it says whatever you're doing is working. It's less than what it was before. Is what I'm getting. Okay. That makes okay. sense. So just keep doing what I'm doing, and eventually it should um, go away. Yeah. Has it gotten less? Because that's what I'm seeing. But how, what do you think? Um, I'm not sure because I get different things. You know I have the vibration still in my left ear. It's a low vibration, but it's there. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, and then I felt like it made me something in my throat because I remember one time you said there's something going on in your throat, but it was real quick, and that was we didn't go into it. And I'm thinking, would the throat thing cause the vibration in my ear? Oh, it could. I always like to still go to a, a doctor to check things out to get the, or see something, you know, whether it's right. Mm-hmm. And then and then do the the work. But whatever it is, there seems to be it seems to be lessening, is what I'm getting. Okay, well that's a, that's good. I always like to hear that. <laughs> and I started, <laughs> and I started my exercise program too, and moving a little bit more because that was one of the things you wanted me to do also. Oh, good, good. Oh, Valerie, good. Yes, good. That'll <laughs> was, that'll help. Yeah, that'll definitely help. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be here at least until I'm 80 years old. Okay, okay. I'm shooting for 80. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sounds good. All right. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Okay, let's see. What's this? We have. Hi, you're on air. 
Hi, you're on air. Okay. All right. Let's see who we have here. Okay, so I think we have our guest on. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so it's time for our Awakening Dialogue. We've got a great conversation coming up with Stacy Gazal, I believe that's her name. I told Human design master, spiritual mentor, also founder of Evolve Beyond Limits. Um, if you're waiting in the queue, who knows? We may open it up for questions. We'll see what Stacy has to say. Um, or you can keep listening by phone if you want to, uh, 347-539-5122. Hey, Stacy, welcome. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, good. Me too, me too, to have you here. Um, okay, how do you pronounce your last name? It is Geisel. So you're really close. Geisel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, Gazelle? Geisel. Okay. Yeah, we get that a lot, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just so people can uh, find you while they're listening, a lot of people like to do that, what's your website? Yeah, so you can go to www.evolvebeyondlimits.com. And then you can also find me on Instagram, which is Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, underscore Geisel, G-I-S-S-A-L. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right, so let's talk a bit about what you were doing. I'd like to get a little background, like what you were doing before and what was your first awakening and then what awakened you to what you're doing now? And then we'll also get into all beyond limits. And then I want to talk about human design because that always fascinates me too. Yes, I love that. Um, so where I was before, you know, it's really interesting. It's been a, a journey as it always is, right? <laughs> and I started out as a actually going to school for nursing. Um, oh. At the age of, yeah, at the age of 21, I was behind in life, so I thought, and so I was like, I hadn't gone to college, I hadn't finished a degree yet, and so I was like, I always knew I wanted to help people in some capacity, um, and nursing was like the, you know, we're not really taught all the different ways that we can help people, so nursing seems like the, the easiest option <laughs> at the time right. to be able to go and help people and you know, my ego came in uh, to play a lot with that, too, because it was a very safe choice. And I knew that mm. it would, like, that's a profession that a lot of people respect and all these things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go be a nurse. And mm. um, so I went through nursing school. I became an LPN, so a licensed practical nurse. And it, I was in that for about seven years or so, and I liked it. And I was like, this is not for me, you know. Um, It Uh just, yeah, I just realized that it was like, man, I, there's some people who are out there who are built to be nurses, and I am just not one of them. And so I was actually at the time working, um, one of my clients, I was doing home care, and she was special needs, and so I was. I went to school with her. I went to after-school activities with her. We did all the things together, and I realized I was always into, like, fitness and nutrition. Like, that was always a big part of my life, too. And so I realized that um, that there was really nothing out there for the special needs community as far as, like, a lot of fitness goes, like, one-on-one stuff. So 
that actually is what started me on my entrepreneur journey is I, I started a company called Especially For You, and we were doing, like, special needs fitness classes. Then I went down this whole journey of holistic healthcare um, and started doing, like, nutrition coaching and all these different things. And um, looking backwards, it all makes sense, <laughs> right, as it usually does. But I would say that my first awakening into really the more um, – spiritual realm was I went on a mission trip to Guatemala with my husband's parents um, and we went and they were doing a medical mission and I just remember this feeling and we were sitting in it was actually really interesting because I didn't grow up religious um, like tied to a certain religion at all and so we go on this mission trip with this Southern Baptist, <laughs> like, um, church. And, mm. yeah, and I remember sitting in the uh, – I always loved going to church because I can pull a lesson out of anything. Like, I just think there's there's a meaning to just about everything. And so I always, like, enjoyed the devotionals and all of that stuff, but something just didn't fit for me um, in that realm. And so I was right. sitting in Guatemala and – just realized, like, had this huge epiphany during this devotional one time that it was just like, there's got to be more to life. And these Mm. people in Guatemala who were building homes for and, you know, like, they're so ecstatic that we're building them a home with four walls, a roof, and a concrete floor that's like 12 by 12. And I would, like, just remember looking around with my husband and I'm like, They're happier than we are. And that was just Mm. a big moment for me. Wow. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what caused you to do, because that's pretty amazing work. What what inspired you to go there in the first place? Mm. So my husband's parents had every year um, for, I can't even tell you how many, they had gone on a mission trip. They'd done ones in Haiti. They'd done different different things. And um, I think it was 2019 that we actually went. And, you know, his parents always, there's actually, they have seven children. And wow. they had always invited us to come along, but nobody wow. ever really did. And so we just, like, we're like, you know what? Why not? Like, what a great way mm-hmm. to just be part of something that's bigger than you and so, yeah, we went, and like I said, it was like a life-changing experience for me on so many levels, and it really brought me, um, I believe it was kind of the start of my my spiritual journey, because I was like, there's just, there was just so much change that happened, and so many shifts, and I was just like, there's got to be more to life, and so then I started looking, <laughs> and mm-hmm. um and here we are. <laughs> wow. It seems like, too, because you went through the nursing. So you were searching because you went in the nursing. Then you went on this um, adventure and mission, which nursing, I mean, those are big mission things when people take those on, you know. Um, the nursing I totally get because it, it, it has, there's so much with systems and structure, you know, with it, working within a system. Yeah in an organization, mm-hmm. um, in a hierarchy there. So you did that, and then this 
mission, and then you've got a revelation there that there must be something mm-hmm. more. So did that get you thinking differently? It did. You know, it just, it got me thinking differently. It got, I, I, you know, and looking back, I'm trying to like connect all of the dots together. Um, and like you said, I think there was always a, a piece of me that was knew that I wanted to be of service in some big way. And I just yeah. didn't like know. It. Yeah, like I just didn't know what that was. And it's actually funny. I just put out a post not all that long ago, and I talked about the fact that I wasn't really looking for any – well, I didn't think I was looking for any of this. I think my soul was. They were like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Um, I I think that it's like we – I just happened to meet – all of the right people at the right times. And um, I remember one of my first mentors in doing like energetic work and things of that nature, she reached out to me. I didn't really know her. And she was like, hey, like my guides are telling me you really need to be part of this like certification to do this energy healing stuff. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even really know what it was. Like, I was so, I was like, I don't know why that's happening, but I think I've always been, I've always been blinded by faith. I've always been, like, just so open to, to, like, my next step, and I remember this happened um, right after, and I love this story, because it happened right after I told my husband, I'm not going to invest any more money into like my business, into all these things, because I had like invested all of this money into these things. And then she comes to me with this and I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) Like, okay, I feel like I need to do this. And this is before I really even understood like the depths of our intuition. But when something, to me, the best way I could describe it is that I had this gut feeling that wouldn't go away. Like I was like, I, it, would, it wouldn't matter how hard I tried to push it to the side. My gut was like, you need to do this. And so I had to find a way. And I remember my husband was like, sure, you can do it, but you can't use any of our money. You can't put it on a credit card. You can't. I'm like, okay. Um, and I like, I believe there's a solution to everything. And so I did the thing that nobody ever wants to do, uh, which I called my mom. <laughs> I was like, mom. I need to borrow some money. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, that's it? Okay. (laughs) She's like, yeah. And I was like, and like caveat to that, I have no idea what I'm going to be able to pay you back. And she's like, okay, that's fine. Like, I believe in you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. And, um, And so I took that, and then it was just like, one thing after another, and at the time I was doing nutrition coaching, then I was doing this a lot of holistic health coaching, and what I realized through this journey is, like, what people really are struggling with is, like, just they don't really understand who they are, and we have all of these different bodies that we're working with. We've got our physical, our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual body, and we, like so many of us, we start on that, we start with the physical, And we think if we can get the physical figured out, then we'll start to feel better about the life that we're living. We'll start to, you know, like everything will get better. 
But what I didn't understand at the time and now, you know, work with a lot of people on is that the physical is like the last step, right? Like it's like when we have ignored everything at an energetic mental and emotional level, then it shows up physically. And so we, but most of us are trying to fix the physical with the physical, but we've got to go deeper than that. And so, yeah, it, um, you know, like looking back, it's so fun because I believe all of the pieces of the puzzle really came together and my knowledge that I gained through nursing and all these different things, like it plays such a huge part in the work that I do now. Um, but you know, it was just this crazy roadmap that I could have never planned for. And I attribute it to just really being open to where my heart was calling me to go and not being afraid to change my mind and shift directions and like just feel my way through it instead of trying to always think my way through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's interesting that so much is consciousness and also getting to know the soul like what is the soul meant to go through? You know, what what did what mm-hmm. have you kind of picked? Um, but I would say there's wisdom because some in that because sometimes people fool themselves and say, well, I meant to go through this, but that could be something that they're creating due to wounds that aren't healed enough and and patterns. So it really is this kind of. Pulling back and becoming more aware, you know, checking in on ourselves um, and taking the, the risk on ourselves. You know, there always involves money. That's the thing. Time, energy, money. It's a Saturn because it's the Earth plane, right? There's always investing in ourselves. Yes. You know, that's that always seems to be a big part of uh, this path to some degree. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's funny. I was I was having this conversation with my husband not too long ago about how, um, you know, whatever we desire and, like, what we're, like, kind of working towards, there has to be an energetic exchange to get there. And I often believe yeah. that that life, the universe, God is, like, it's going to ask you to to exchange the thing you're the most attached to. right yeah if you're really attached to money it's going to ask you to give some of that up in order to become less attached to that right and to see like go to the other side if you're really attached to time like your time Mm -hmm. then it's going to ask for that like and it's it's Mm -hmm. an opportunity for us to grow and become less attached to these things and realize that they're just tools and we don't have to be so attached to them um but that was a that was a lesson that came, you know, much later. <laughs> yeah, that's a big yeah. That understanding: Are you willing to put in the energetic exchange, whatever that is, for yourself? Um, yeah, you're right. It, 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 it's true. It's the God, the universe, but it's also our very own higher self testing us a lot of times. Like, do you really want this? You know, do you really believe? Yeah. Do you really believe in yourself? Do you really? Um, want to give yourself this, you know, are you really ready? Are you, fo- yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's kind of this interesting dynamic that's very fluid that the more we can open up to, we actually, the more we become that and because we, we recognize it within ourselves. Like, well, this is just what I've asked for and it's coming in this way and let me embrace it instead of fight it. Um, which brings me to <laughs> yeah. a question. 
how do you yeah how do you because i think that i'm seeing a lot of that right now i talked about the uh, i kind of did a deep dive and a bit of a rant at the beginning of the podcast because i've just been kind of seeing this like and i get it a lot of times we just want to be done or we we get into resistance mode and it's a very human thing to do and very natural psychologically when we're mm-hmm. Immature. When we, as we mature more, um, which has nothing to do with age, but as we mature more, we kind of we don't stay in that place that long. We go, okay, that's what it is. I got to do it. You know, we just have to do it. You know, we mm-hmm. or this is what we want, and this is the steps, or this is the way that it's unfolding, or um, you know, you're building a business. Well, now you got to call this person or put this paperwork or do this. No one's against you. This is just the path. Yeah. How do you work with that? What is your experience been with whatever you're putting together um, in your life or what comes up? What helps you with that? I think that's something that will help a lot of people. Mm, I love this question. I, um, you know, it, it, this, it must be something in the stars or something because this has come up a lot for me as well lately. And what I, what I recognize is what we what we ask for, we will receive. So first of all, like look at your look at the life that you have. Look at the life you're creating. And if you want to know what you're asking for, look around. Right? And mm. I think sometimes we think we're asking for one thing, but when we look around right. us, we're not we're we're not getting that. And so we're it's like really dig deep and like you might be, you know, on a thoughtful level thinking you're asking for this, but like deep down you're you're pulling in these other things. So I think that um, for me, it's the essence of like, we are going to get what we ask for. However, uh-huh. we, however, we, what our higher self is asking us to do is it knows, it is well aware that you're going to be able to handle all the amazing things that come with whatever it is that you asked for. Mm. And what it wants to know and what it's going to allow you, it's going to give you opportunities is to work through the different aspects of yourself that you haven't quite grown into yet, right? That you need to overcome Mm. in order to be able to hold whatever it is that you're asking for. And so, yeah, you know, I think I about this. Oh, wait. Oh, go ahead. Repeat again. Repeat again, Stacy. This is gold. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, I mean, we have to become, oh, my gosh, there's a hummingbird right in front of me right now, which that is like my <gasps> animal. So what a beautiful too, message too. for everybody. Oh. oh, I love yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. It, it might, oh, okay. Hello. Sorry. Um. So, yeah, it's it's that we, our highest self is like, it's it's asking us, who are you? Because when we ask for something, we're not actually asking for the thing, right? We, and like what we have to realize is we're asking, who do I need to become to hold whatever it is that I'm asking for? And so what a lot of people do and I've done this in the past and I probably still do it because it's so normal is that we then get, you know, 
some people call them obstacles, some people call them struggles, call them whatever you want. I like to call them opportunities to rise <laughs> because it just feels like a like a higher vibration to me. So you're going to be faced with these different things that appear to be obstacles, but really all they are is your highest self giving you these opportunities to rise, to become the person that you said you want to be. And we, a lot of times, we run. We turn the other way, and at the slightest, at the slightest ounce of discomfort, we stop. When yeah. we, if we were just to realize that this is just like, okay, like this is an opportunity to rise. This is who I said I was becoming. I have two choices in this moment. Do I, do I act in alignment with who I said I was? Or do I fall back into my same patterns that got me here today? And what are you going to yeah. choose? And, exactly. And I think I'm going to add a little piece to this, that people need to remember. I know I tell myself I have to remember this myself, but it's kind of like if I do come under certain obstacles, especially that are not of my own making or consciousness, is that that is also part of the earth plane there is a natural process you know what i'm saying to life that there are steps or something can be omitted or and it's and i think where people sometimes make the mistake is they insert themselves in it and make it about them and react to that Mm -hmm. instead of that's part of this process you know, mm. anybody ever having to go to the DMV or get a passport or, you know what I mean? There's these things. Yes. Um, and I always thought, too, I mean, years ago, one of my metaphysical teachers had mentioned this. And I have really, I try, I'm not always 100% with it. But when I get sometimes in situations where I'm delayed or there's a stall or, you know, an impediment or obstacle, a lot of times I look at the metaphysical like I'm here also for a reason, there's some interaction, and I had that, by the, I had that the other day uh, at uh, that AAA uh, trying to get a car registered, but because I, I assumed a lease, I, I, I couldn't do it there, and they didn't know. I called to ask two days before, and they said, yeah, no problem, bring in the paperwork, and then when I called the company, the leasing company, they nobody knew until they'd like put it up the chain of command, and they said, oh, yeah, we tend to have a problem there because they don't you know, the paperwork is different, and, and so it was a big thing. But the the people at this particular AAA were so amazing. They let me do everything that I that I could there and handle as much as I could. Um, and I was looking around, and I just saw so much light. And because I'm not usually in those kinds of environments, so I forget what it's like to work within you know, a company or corporation or organization because I've never had to do that kind of job. I've come in, done public speaking or something or team building, but never, you know, worked. And I got to tell you, Stacy, the grace that I felt from those people doing their quote, quote unquote job, because I was leaving and I, I didn't, I could have got upset. You know, I didn't get upset. I just said, okay, well, I'm going to call and check this out and see what's going on. 
And then all of a sudden I hear, Michelle, Michelle, somebody calling my, and I thought, it can't be me. Nobody knows my name here. And it was the lady <laughs> running after me going, we can finish this part, you know, and make it easier for you. And I got to tell you, the delight, the joy they had. There was an elderly late, probably in her 80s, and it looked like a family, fr- just by the conversation I could tell it was either a neighbor or family mm-hmm. friend had brought her in. And he was getting some stuff done. And everybody was just very gracious about this elderly person coming in. And, you know, she was walking very, very slowly. And they were like, you're doing a good job. You know, and she's like, I can walk on my own, you know, with her walker to the mm-hmm. – and I thought, wow, whatever I'm witnessing and they're witnessing, I am getting a peek at a place that – People might assume people don't want to go to work or don't like working there. These people are in their purpose. They are being of service. Mm. Yeah, I can't even tell. I almost want to cry. I can't even tell you how beautiful it was. I I had to stop at one point because they're looking through the paperwork and asking different people this and that, and I just looked around and vibed on the energy, and I thought, you know, it just goes to show consciousness is an inside thing. It's not always what people are externally doing or the quote-unquote job they have or, you know, maybe they're not posting on Instagram or have a podcast, you know, but they were yeah. working their light. And it was just um, – so I drank it in and, and sent my light. I, I appreciated it. I, you know, I just could feel all the appreciation and, and um, love. So, And I know I think this way because of – what I do and who I am, but I think if each of us could just try to do that a little more, we'd see sometimes things are not just about us. There's something bigger oh. that's happening, right? Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I could not, yeah, it's so true. Well, if you, and went it's funny because retreat, you went on that mission, you would know that because I'm sure his parents think that and the people that go there, even if they're digging a trench or giving people water, they know that it's not just about that. There's something bigger happening, right? Yeah, there's, and you just, and I think I, you're right. If we could look at that in every situation in our life, you know, I like to think about and talk about perpetual gratitude and this, like, this essence that I, I truly believe that if we are connected and we we have hope and we have trust that we are being led on this beautiful journey, then we can be just as grateful for the things that go our way as we are for the things that don't go our way. Like what if, Mm. you know, that seemingly don't go our way because there are those moments and I, every single person that you interact with, you have an opportunity, like maybe they're there to shift your life. Maybe you're there to shift theirs. You know, it's really funny. My husband and I am actually sitting outside um, our RV in like Hilton Head ish, South Carolina. And uh, we, we RV'd a couple of years ago and we hit a deer in Joplin, Missouri. And it was like a whole whole debacle to say the least okay like they were we couldn't get anybody to fix the rv we're 12 hours from home um and my husband's just like oh my gosh this is like awful and i'm like giggling because i'm like i don't know why we are meant to be in joplin missouri but like we are here and we are 
we're here. And like, there is a reason that we are here because right. isn't it easier? Like, and isn't it just easier to believe that? I feel like it's, life is so much easier if we just truly trust that. But we ended up a whole series of events, these uh, same thing, these amazing people at this GM dealership did not have to help us. And they bent over backwards to find us someplace that could fix our RV. And we end up going to this place, and we meet this gentleman. His name is Tracy. He owns this collision center in Missouri. He's from our same state. And we ended up, like, we went to dinner. With, he took us out to dinner that night. We spent, like, time with him. We had, like, the best time. He's somebody we still connect with to this day. And I just remember telling aunt, my husband, I'm like, I, I don't know if I needed him or if we needed him or he needed us or both, but, like, we were meant to meet him and feel like, again, life is, it is, it's, if you can just step back and say, how is this happening for me? <laughs> because yeah. there's always a reason, even if you never see yeah, it. Yeah, well, you talked about subtle body, because I'm thinking, you know, that we have these codes within us. So even in that exchange, both of your spiritual energy was uplifted, which goes out into the world and into the universe. So in that mm-hmm. meeting or chance, seemingly chance meeting, it's like it sounds like and feels like kind of, you know, bolstered both of you and was a way, amazing exchange of energy, um, which brightens our light. I mean, a lot of times I don't think people realize that, not just through meditation, or we bolster our light, but conversations like this are connecting how we connect with each other you know in the etheric plane and spiritual planes you know brightens our light yeah and i think it really like i mean absolutely and and i think it's like it's really fun because in the work that i do it's, um, you know, I, I work a lot with human design. I work a lot with the ancient wisdom of the chakra system and kind of like developing these different centers. And I think what people don't always realize is that like we've got our, you know, there's no hierarchy to our, to like the chakras and like the energy centers within us, but we've got like our bottom three, which is our opportunity to really turn inward and like understand what it means to be fully human like fully human, <laughs> like that is like we're humaning hard in, in those energy centers. And then we go into our, our, our upper three, and that's where we really are like fully, that's where we understand like our, that we're fully divine, right? We have this connection. And then, but like the true transformation and what I truly believe is that if we want to change the world, we have to open the human heart. And the heart is where the three lower and the three upper, they connect. And that's where true transformation happens, is when we can realize that we are fully human, we are fully divine, and we allow those two things to to come together and merge in our heart space. And that is our connection to everybody else, because it just pours out of you. And yeah, so it's like this, it's, as much as it is about getting to know yourself, the heart is where I think it becomes um, the best way to say it is like, it's, it's all, it has to be all about you and not about you at all, (laughs) all simultaneously. Right. And like, that's where the heart space really comes in. Yeah, I agree. And it's that the middle, it's the middle channel to the, you know, 
the lower and the higher transpersonal chakra system. So, yeah, we, I, I think we're getting a lot of stuff worked on right now with the heart chakra, not just for, like you said, for ourselves, but also for each other and really maybe seeing more from the heart. You know, me, I think that, I don't know, our next level of humanity, I think that it's very, very um, important um, now, wait, yeah. now, Stacey, I want to get to human design. What, how does that fit in? Because it always fascinates me. I know very, I'm an astrologer, Western astrologer, usually you do okay. placidus or whole sign. Yeah, but I don't know much about human design. I know I've had my chart done and whatever it's called, design. And, um, and since I've studied also the uh, I Ching for like 25 years, so mm-hmm. I, I get that part a little bit in the past, but... How would you, what, well, first of all, how would you kind of sum up human design and how people can use it? And how can it help us navigate what's happening now? Because I know at the beginning of the podcast I talked a little bit because I read something about that we're in this time of transparency or something, that that's okay. one of the ga- gates. Does that make sense or do I have it? Kind no, of that it does make up? sense. It does make sense. I um. So human design, it's really actually kind of interesting because I, I love human design because it's, it's a very tangible thing to kind of grab onto and say like, okay, it's a, it's a tool to help you understand yourself better. However, mm-hmm. I hate things that put people into boxes, right? Because it's like, yeah. it's like that's a really, that's a really yeah. fine line for me because I never, ever want somebody to be able or to, to use the, the phrase like, well, that's just who I am. Well, no, oh, that's who you're God. choosing to be. Exactly. I just, ha- oh, my right? God, I got to interrupt for a second. I hate Go that. Ahead. I get clients saying that that's just how I am or who I am. I said, no, it's not. Those are condition response patterns. You can change those. That's not who you are or how you are. Oh my God, we're so on the same page with that. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, go on. Yeah, I like it's, my, it's, like, it's not true. <laughs> no, it's not true, and it's a it's a cringe worthy um, statement for me, which might be something that I need to work through. But like, I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. Like, just be and and. But I think that people like the the place that we're in right now is that um, people like to be. We've lost touch with our personal power. And we've really lost touch with who, who, like, having this deep understanding of who we are. And so we like for people to put us in boxes. We like for things to tell us who we are so that we don't have to figure it out. And so this was like, ah, so this is kind of like a really interesting thing about why I love human design is because, yes, there is it is a blueprint of who you were kind of born to be pulling in astrology, I Ching, the chakra system, um, the Kabbalistic tree, like it pulls in all of, and like all these things. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, there is, if you look at your chart and if you go to my website, you can like see your chart. There's going to be, there's going to be space that is colored in. And then there's going to be space that's white. And what I love about human design is that you are the whole chart. So the things that are colored in are, they're called defined, and it's like your channels and you have certain centers and different things. And these are like the things that you're radiating outwards 
all the time. So like 24 seven, you are like, you're radiating this out to the world. And it's really what other people can learn from you. However, there's to everything that's colored in in your chart, there is a duality to it. Meaning that you can either be using it in its highest expression and using it for expansion of yourself and other people, or you can be using it for destruction, destruction of yourself and destruction for others. So while you're radiating it out to the world, you have to, you might be radiating the very expansive version, or you might be actually radiating the very destructive version. And it's important for you to know that and take personal responsibility for who do I desire to be? What am I radiating out to the world? So there's that piece. And then there's all the white space in your chart. And the white space means that this is what you are taking on from the world around you. This is where, this is what you learn from other people. So the white space in our chart is where we're the most prone to conditioning because the ego would rather fill it with a bunch of stories that are, you know, like not serving you, then leave it empty. <laughs> so exactly. I was just going to say, then leave it empty. It. Doesn't like the ambiguity. Right, right. Yeah, it's not going to do empty. But what's cool about the white space in your chart is you can think about it like a bucket. And that bucket, you can fill it with whatever you want. So it's actually the, the pieces of you that are limitless. Because you can say, oh, this is like where I work with it with um, – clients and different things is you get to say, is that story that you're holding there or the way that you're acting or whatever that is, is that serving you? Like, is that expansive? If it's not, we need to take that story out and fill it with something different. Mm, I like that. And so that's where the the empowerment comes in too. Yes, very much so is it's, it's this, you know, and I think too that on this journey, and I know this happened to me, and maybe other people can resonate, um, is when you start to become really self-aware, you, we pendulum swing. We kind of go from, like, walking through with our eyes closed, you know, just kind of blind to everything, and we're like, everything's everybody else's fault, <laughs> everything, you know, like, it's everyone yep. else is the problem, not me. But then we pendulum swing, and we now everything's our fault, right? And now, like, we're, we're forgetting that other people do have, you know, they have personal responsibility as well. And then people start to tear themselves apart. And they're, all they're seeing yeah. is the things that are wrong with them and all these things that need to be fixed and, like, just realizing that you're not broken. And that's what I love about human design is it's this opportunity to see, to truly, like, be like, this is, look at how amazing you are. Look mm. at how amazing, and you can't, you can't look away from that. And that's where I think some of the empowerment comes from, too, is it's like, you are such a gift to the world, and I'm going to show you how you are a gift to the world, and then I'm going to, I'm going to guide you as to how to activate that in your life and use that for expansion of both yourself and the people around you because, like, that's where we're at. That's the path we're walking right now is that we need to be out shining our light as bright as possible. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I I love different disciplines that, especially weaving them together, that 
really do, you know, for, for that self-understanding or li- understanding of other people and in life itself, in the journey. Because you can definitely mm-hmm. see it, whether like the Kabbalah, the Tree of Life, the chakra system, different spiritual disciplines, um, I Ching, archetypes. There's so many tarot, numerology, astrology. There's so many lenses. Mm-hmm. And the, there's the re, right reoccurring principles, the, the, the themes. And I think to individualize it is not just empowering. I mean, to me, it's also fun, you know, to do that. Oh, my gosh, so fun. Um, right? Yeah, and if I could just add one other thing, too. I think the the, you know, it's funny because, when I first started working with human design, I had no idea, um, I actually had no intention of working with this system. <laughs> and then, it, again, things, things happen. But the thing that um, really lights me on fire is that it's the, um, the deep understanding of other people. And, like, so, like, a lot of times I will work with families or teams or uh, couples because, you know, Again, sometimes we walk around and we're like, man, if people were just a little bit more like me, it, life would just be easier. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, yeah. but the truth yeah. is, it's like, no, we want everybody to be unique and different. And the problem is that we just can't quite see it through that lens. So um, I'll never forget, I, you know, I, I've, I've worked a lot with my own human design, getting to know myself, but I've also really gotten to know my husband through through this process and different family members and all these different things. And it allows me to see him through such a different light because the things that used to drive me insane, quite frankly, I now am like, this is his, like, this is actually a gift and I can learn something from this if I allow myself to see it through that lens instead of just assuming that he's doing it incorrect because it's not the same as the way that I would do it. And so I think that's just a fun piece, too, and, and realizing that him and I, if you put us together, we have a connection chart that's completely, like, that's, like, completely different than the two individual charts. And so what do we bring out in one another, and what do we have to watch for? And it's just a really fun um, tool to use to really see others through that light because when we can start to see people for their different, like, their differences and what makes them unique and encourage that rather than assuming that they're, it's wrong or, you know, um, find a change. It's a beautiful thing. How do we get a lot? It sounds like the compliment you're talking about. See how you compliment each other. It sounds like what you're saying. That's a perfect word. Yes. Yeah. I like that. That's uh Anything that helps, because that's what we're here to do. We can't, we're not doing it all on our own. We, we need these complementary energies and skill sets and ways of viewing things. So you're saying yeah, that that gives like, you an overview. Yeah, it, um, it, gives, it can give you an overview and just like understanding the, like, yes, how you complement each other, um, but it shows you, like, where there could be a lot of tension that arises between, like, the, to the way that you function compared to the way that somebody else functions, um, the way in which you move through the world. Like, my husband and I, it's funny because whenever we travel, we're both, he's a generator, I'm a manifesting generator. But, so generators, 
everything comes to you, right? Like you're just meant to respond mm-hmm. to the things that come to you. And so we're traveling right now. And it's funny because we really don't make a lot of plans because it is almost guaranteed that somebody is going to walk up to us and usually they're petting our dog because we have like the cutest French bulldog and they'll be like, hey, are you from around here? And we're like, no. And they're like, oh, you should go check this out. (laughs) We're like, great. We'll go check that out. Like we don't even have to make plans because, you know, like things are always coming to us. We just have to decide whether we want to do them or not. And so I think that's what's really fun. And just understanding that like not everybody functions in life the exact same way and so when we're mentoring coaching teaching um, interacting with others it's like just because something works one way for you it actually might work very different for this person and I believe it's our responsibility to to understand that and not just say well this worked for me so it's going to work for you Mm -hmm. because it might not (laughs) yeah that's great that it's a, a tool for that awareness. Because really what you're doing is you're getting a peek into the soul. You're getting into the peak of certain things that won't change because there's someone's essence and the things that, that can or the approaches maybe that that can change or be altered. Um, I never thought of it that way, like for relationships, but that's a, good, that's a really good idea. Yeah, Stacy, we're winding out of time here. Okay, best way for people to get in touch with you. Um, so yeah, yeah either directly through the again. website, yeah, or evolvebeyondlimits.com. So you can either go through the website evolvebeyondlimits.com, or Instagram is a great place too. I do respond to all messages and stuff that come through there, which is Stacy S T A C Y underscore Geisel G I S S A L. Geisel. Okay. Wow, this has been so fun and um, really enlightening, but also fun. Yeah. So thanks for uh, so coming fun. on and sharing with us. Yeah, so fun. Really Thank you so much. And anybody who's listening and just has more questions or um, anything, I am I'm open for that. So, yeah, feel free to connect with me. And I just really appreciate, I'm so grateful for you and this platform and letting me come on and have this amazing conversation. Yeah, it's really, really good. I think um, I think if people re-listen, there's a lot of, lot of gems in there, a lot of gems that you shared. So have a great rest of your day and adventure. And uh, don't be a stranger. Come back when you like, and uh, we'll be in touch. Amazing. Thank you so much. Bye. Hey, gang. Thanks, everyone that co-created this, all of you in the chat. Um, Oh, I had so much fun. That was really pretty cool. Um, And really underscored some of the stuff we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. So uh, let me know. Now, there's no comments here. This is another reason why I want to get, you know, move this over or extend it. We'll still keep the audio portion to YouTube. But let me know on Instagram if you listened to this, um, if you called in. Love to hear um, how you liked what you heard, like the information, and if you integrate any of what we talked about today in your life. And if you do, how's that go? How's it go? Let us know. Please let us know. Um, you can always email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or just 
on my Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube or my Instagram. Um, just comment. I read all the comments. I love comments. I love connecting with everyone and, you know, getting the 411 of what's going on. Um, so definitely you can always comment, and I will comment back. I will connect back with you. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?